Hey, America. Start, Start listening, listening now. now. Wow, wow. How festive that it's our, our bottom five Eurovision songs episode. And it's on the same day that it hit five below in Minnesota. <laughs> it's gorgeous out. <sighs> anyway, about our uh, bottom fives. Uh, Eric, who are your uh, bottom five people who have been on this podcast? Well, uh... And welcome to another barrel scraping episode of 12 Points from America, a Eurovision Song Contest podcast from America, the country that's too cold. Ow. I'm Eric. I'm Derek. I'm Samantha. And I'm Danny. Yeah. When we say it's five below, like we mean it's five below Fahrenheit. Um, does anybody know what that is in, in centigrade for our no. for our international listeners? Because that's that's, you know, like I feel like people 22. need to understand. It's like minus 22. It's negative 21. Yeah, I just verified it. It's um, oh, okay. have fun. All of you, uh, all you folks out there, if you can just imagine being negative 21 and then also just being like, eh, time to go to the grocery. Mm -hmm. Life goes on. Yeah, it's yeah. it can and will get worse. Speaking of which, Sam, hit him with the uh, the, the socials. And that'll get worse too. Yeah, you can yeah. find us on all the standard social media outlets, which are you know decreasing in quality. But hey, we have a decent number of quantity. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Threads, Blue Sky, Instagram, YouTube at One Two Points USA, or just email us directly Twelve Points from America at Gmail dot com. Uh, feel free to check out our merchandise over on our Redbubble page, or you can support us by a monthly donation over on our Patreon. Uh, whether you support us financially or not, we love you. We appreciate you either way. Patreon supporters do get exclusive content, early access to episodes. Uh, if you're listening to us via your you know podcastery of choice if it gives you the opportunity to rate review share feel free to do so especially as stuff kind of ramps up for this upcoming season uh the more the merrier the more people that we can get listening to us um it's it's nice we we you know we like not just talking into a void uh but thank you for being that void uh you listening so appreciate it uh, you might be void. listening to us <laughs> they're the lack of void true they're they're we these sparse help, bits of help it so there's less of a void yay Avoid the void. Avoid the void. It steals pizzas. Oh, uh, you might be listening to us right now by our friends over at Switch Radio Europe calling uh, this week. If you are fantastic, if not, check them out. Switch Radio Europe calling all sorts of fantastic Eurovision related content throughout the week. Great stuff. Um, let's do a little bit of a check of the news yeah, Before tiny, we tiny talk bit. about our, our topic this week, I think the biggest news, uh, the agony and the ecstasy of this one, uh, great news out of Georgia. Nutsa Buzaladze has been selected internally uh, for Georgia. We, I mean, I, at least I recognize her name from two different places. She had uh, a national final entry, I want to say back in 2017 ish. Um, 2017? Anyway, second place that year with a song called White Horses Run. Really good, very strong vocals. Uh, those of you who follow American Idol, she made it to the top 12 in American Idol this year. So Wait, that's pretty cool. Oh, I mean, she, weird. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I guess she didn't have to pretend that she was from the U.S. state of Georgia. They actually did list her as being from Tbilisi, which is pretty cool. Uh, what does but, it say about America that we have to import our idols? <laughs> I also, mean, like, America's Got Talent is doing a special edition, and Sheldon Riley's in it. So, I mean, oh, that's right. That's that's not 
too That's unusual. Cool. Sam, I'm going to have to disagree about this being great news for Georgia. I think this is terrible news, and I'll tell you why. Uh, this uh, this announcement has dispelled what may be the greatest dumb rumor of the week that we've e- that we've ever had before we could even share it, uh, which was that Biscabi was going to <laughs> represent Georgia this year. Uh, it was a rumor based on absolutely nothing, except some guy on Twitter said that it was a rumor but you know what i wanted to believe i really did dumb rumors yeah i mean two things one we don't know who our backup singers are going to be and two you can't spell nutsa budzaladze without (laughs) god anyway that's our show you can follow us there uh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so So, like i said uh, we don't know her song yet um, what's her vibe? You know, it, it, since you've got a little bit of familiarity with her, what's her what's her vibe? Uh, very, very capable, big voiced. She can carry a power ballad like very, very easily. Um, one of her last songs that she sang on American Idol was Queen's The Show Must Go On. Ooh, and she okay. did so very, very solidly. Uh, she also had a duet with Kylie Minogue during the, the, the span of the show. And she held her own. Uh, and again, you can find her uh, her previous national final song. Just look for Nutza White Horses Run, and you'll find it. Again, she came in second place, I want to say, to Keep the Faith, which would have been 2017. So, yeah. Real, I don't real know if Georgia should be selling power ballads, though, just given the recent track record. We'll yeah. talk about that later. Ooh, foreshadowing. So, yeah, Georgia's got a streak they need to, uh, they need to, to break here. And... Speaking of streaks yeah. that need to be broken. Yeah, yeah. Let's move on to our next country. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, We now have all the songs for the Irish national final that's going to be coming up. And it breaks my heart to say that I'm not going to be able to watch this one live. I'm going to be out of town and away from my TV for for this weekend. But I'm sad that I'm missing the Irish national final, which is something I never thought I'd say. They're getting weird, y'all. Pour one out for the peanut butter basket. (laughs) Just imagining trying to pour out a thing of peanut butter and it's just not coming out no I mean, that's my that, joke like, nice organic peanut butter that's actually kind of like flowy that's that's oh good. yeah flowy. <laughs> yeah you have to stir it up first flowy. microwave it uh so some of the flowy songs we have from ireland this year we've got <laughs> god we uh they're they're getting weird they're yes. getting weirder uh-huh. and i am and i am so here for it <laughs> i'm so excited about ireland i can't believe i'm saying it I I'm so excited. I am so ready to be let down when the boy band wins in the end. But <laughs> but there are a couple of options here. You have no that, faith in Bambi Thug, Eric? I have a little bit of faith in Bambi Thug. We put our faith in Bambi Thug. <laughs> Get that on a t-shirt. I've been watching a lot of a lot of Mystery Science Theater 3000 recently. I'm sorry. I've got to, got space mutiny on the brain. But yeah, she's they they have a couple of songs that are, you know, pretty standard. They've got the 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 boy band next in line. Uh, they've got two pretty solid female, straightforward kind of pop songs. Erica Cody and Isabella Kearney. Uh, they've got one sort of hip hop song, uh, J J Yellow L featuring Toshin with Judas. But Bambi Thug with Doomsday Blue and Ailsha with Gotoven. Uh, they are so off the wall that they had to tear the walls down. <laughs> Where we're going, we don't need walls. No. I'm so fairly even if, uh, oh, even if Ireland does send next in line is uh, th- that's still going to be a major step up though right uh, 
I, I think it's I think I like that song more than I liked We Are One, but I wouldn't call it a major yeah. step up. Uh, it just mm. it, it would seem it would seem to be the latest in the line of just kind of not learning their lesson. I, I really think Gotoban uh, or Doomsday Blue would have a better shot at qualifying than Love Like Us does. I really yeah. do. Uh, I'm I am partial to, I think, Gotoban a bit more than Doomsday Blue. Uh, yeah. And Ailsha is is a dyslexic person's nightmare of a name because uh, it kind of looks like Alicia, but it's not. And some other things I. Oh, man. The other thing about Gotoban is that it's in it's in Irish. Partially. Is, partially. Yes. But that's. That's the other thing that I've been wanting Ireland to do, uh, in addition to being weird. And this song does both. And go, go, power, Tobin is where I'm at, uh, I think. <laughs> but uh, Doomsday Blue would be super, super fun as well. Bambi Thug has a bit more of a built-in, uh, like fan base perhaps and and that that could potentially help with that i just i can't wait to see these live i can't wait to see whoever has to go on after doomsday blue yeah and and mm -hmm. and be like you know boring or whatever what we said that about uh we said that about luke black last year and uh they seem to do fine yeah mm. i guess well ireland you're you're moving in a good direction i feel like and i hope that uh, I don't have the highest hopes for this for for one of these weird ones winning, but I really think that they've got a shot, and that's Ireland has broken cool. our hearts before. They have had the chance and have not done it. It is true, and they have the fact that there are two somewhat weird entries that are both promising. I'm worried about a split vote here. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. If 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 we don't rally behind one of the weirdos. Not that it's hard uh, to, to cast. How is uh, is this a uh, Euro song? Right, that's the the name of this one. How is that? Uh, how is that going to? Uh... How is, they basically, how the, they basically the voting work? Yeah, uh, I I believe it's it's not even a real standalone national final. They basically have a special episode of their version of the late late. Oh, it's just called the late late show. But it's mm -hmm. like if yeah. if if we just had you know Jimmy Kimmel hosting a special episode of of late night or whatever whatever show he is, and then send that song. Yeah, so it's the the people who are watching are the audience that would normally watch the late late show rather than you know a national final. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't exactly know what the uh what the voting procedure is going to be if it's all jury or i mean it's probably not all jury but all all televote with some jury or 50 50 or i don't know i do not know ireland baby never a dull moment unless well, it's our very dull moments yeah except mm -hmm. for all the moments that are extremely dull yes. yeah yeah, but uh, yeah, Ireland's not the only country that released their songs. Uh, it, we don't have enough time to go through absolutely everyone, but uh, honestly, go online and you can find these songs for Finland, Latvia, Croatia, Luxembourg, Ukraine, Moldova. They've all been released. We know who they are. Uh, one of them very well might be, you know, something special. So, I mean, yeah. take a listen. Honestly, people are already starting to create um, playlists on streaming services uh i i'm gonna definitely give a shout out to our friends over at the euro what podcast they have done us a massive solid and basically created a playlist with every available national final song that's been released on spotify into one single nice playlist search yeah. that out it's worth it just just to dive in and listen um but yeah we are we're getting names we're getting songs it's it's nice to have that available to us instead of just the yeah. the dry season the dry season yeah <laughs> from calvin Klein. although in, in terms of news <laughs> i mean something is developing every single day it feels like like mm -hmm. it, we got 
everything's everything's going nuts. Even just over this next week, by the time by the time you hear this episode, uh, Austria's artist is going to be unveiled. Uh, Portugal's songs and artists are going to be released. Germany's songs and artists are going to be released. You know, I mean, no high hopes there. I mean, Germany, we hope, we really do hope that you come back to the fold. But uh, you know, I have high hopes. Yeah, public sentiment for some reason is not on your side, even though Blood and Glitter uh, <laughs> deserved the top of the board. Um, and then the one I'm waiting for the most. Ooh. My friends. Well, who could it possibly be? In Slovenia! Oh. <laughs> uh, so Slovenia, I mean, we, we've known that it's going to be, uh, we, we know who their artist is going to be for a for a while now, but now we're actually going to get a song this week. So by the time you're listening to this podcast, uh, Slovenia's first draft, I'm going to say, in case it's <laughs> yuck, uh, is, is going to be available for listen. Yeah, so we'll finally get to hear Veronica. There, there has been a little bit of shift in the all imp- uh, very important in January betting odds uh, of <laughs> the of three the months out betting odds. Yeah, oh, not even three months. We're like four well, yeah, months two, out two, now. Yeah, yeah. But it's uh, it has been pushing in the direction of Ukraine, and I think it's because well, their entire national final lineup is really good. White this hot, is, we'll say. This yeah. is a very, very strong lineup, but I think yeah. a lot of the a lot of the chatter in particular is about uh noted vegan Jerry Heil and <laughs> uh Alyosha Alyosha. Aliona Aliona. Aliona, oh I was so close. Uh and their song whose name I have not yet internalized. Um Teresa and Maria. Yeah. Or yeah. Maria yeah one of those um th- <laughs> this this seems to be the 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 first the, maybe not the first but one of the first songs that has started to get that possible winner buzz or, or just just the thought of like oh there might be something here that that sort of a thing and uh i am i think inclined to agree it's very good it's it and it does that thing that ukraine is so good at which is 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 being really heartfelt and and passionate and not like beat you over the head with politics sort of uh sort of stuff yeah like how shum did uh that's not exactly what i mean but i I, (laughs) you know it it does give me the sorts of the sorts of vibes that like a 1944 or a or a stephania did in terms of just feeling very very authentic and meaningful and it's a it's a really cool song it's a really, really, really cool song. You know, I think it also should be noted that people will pay attention to names that are already familiar to them, you know, regardless sure. of the quality of the song. Aliona Aliona is a very, very well-known singer and songwriter and rapper in Ukraine. Like amongst the Ukrainian public, she is very, very well-known. Jerry Heil is well-known in Ukraine in, in Ukraine, and is also well-known amongst Eurovision fans. Like that is a name, like Jerry Heil and Melovin are probably the two names that are most well known to Eurovision fans. Hmm. And frankly, Melovin's got a bop of his own in the in the national final as well with Dreamer. Um, so it would not, regardless of the quality of the song, which frankly is really solid, name recognition is probably doing quite a fair bit for them right now. But yeah. But again, not, not I'm not trying to poo-poo the song at all. I'm just saying that there are a lot of factors going on here. Mm-hmm. Look at us, four months out, already, already making our predictions for who's gonna, who's gonna win. I'm not saying they will. I'm saying they, you know, we were fools bad. enough to yeah, do it I'm last year, that. and we wound up being right half of us. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of a special circumstance. I know yeah. Melvin is no Loreen. <laughs> Imagine if he was. I mean, I haven't seen Loreen emerge from a flaming, a flaming piano. Uh, she, not she yet anyway. Don't, don't, don't see, give her ideas. She'll see, do it. See, Melvin could be in the Panini Press, but uh, but Lorene couldn't do the Flaming Piano. She couldn't. See, hmm. we're talking hmm. about 
the diversity of artists. Uh, mm. And I, I think that's all that we're going to hash through with the, with the news, though, for for this week, at least. Uh, there's a ton, ton more news out there because we are in that magical era, right? As the uh, right as all the national finals are coming in slash finishing. Mm-hmm. Benidorm isn't until the end of the month, but uh, I can't wait for that uh, for that train wreck to start a rolling. But otherwise, we should uh, we should get to our very fun entree of the show. Yeah, uh, we are gearing up for. I can't believe I'm saying this. Our 200th episode is coming up in a couple yeah. of weeks. It's, uh, the one that you're listening to right now, uh, unless you're listening to two at the same time, which is kind of weird. But this one, this one that we're in right now, uh, is episode 197. Holy crap, guys! We've been doing this for 197 episodes. Yeah. I've wasted my life. <laughs> well, honestly, you, you, the, the three of you have been my, my social scaffolding and my social support throughout all of COVID and everything. So I'm, I'm very grateful for the three of you and for you listening at home, of course. Um, You're welcome. But, but we've decided to do a couple of, a couple of fun countdowns and discussions thereof uh, as we gear up for episode 200. Um, and today, normally we go high. Today we're going low. Oh, we're going real low. We're going, we're going as real low as we can. Going ever so it. low. Oh my! I live for this. We we are going to be focusing on our bottom five Eurovision songs, not national finals. Just talking about the big show plus twenty twenty Eurovision songs of all time. Um, since or actually not of all time, but since we have started recording this show, which basically includes Eurovision's twenty nineteen and mm-hmm. onwards. So it should be noted, we are viewing Eurovision from the United States. It is often difficult for us to re-watch a lot of the live performances of the contest due to current geo-blocking issues. Uh, I think that should probably be put out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of us are going off of our memories of the live performance. Some of us are going off of the studio, the studio version. Some are doing a little bit of both. Our metrics and our rubrics for what makes a, a song not great... Not might great. differ. Might differ from the most four of us. hated. <laughs> yeah, is it is it least favorite? Is it most hated? Is it most bleh? Is it uh, what is that? Um, but we were given the assignments. Our bottom fives since 2019, and yeah. and you at home, let us know what your bottom fives are. And you know, warning you in advance, one of the four of us may end up pooping on one of your personal favorites. I I guarantee I guarantee it's going to happen. I guarantee oh, yeah. that uh, gonna... fires are going to be set and yeah. friendships will be broken, blood will be spilled tonight. Mm-hmm. We we want you to know that at least for me, <laughs> none of this is a personal insult to these artists or these countries. I don't know well, about the other three of you guys. Mostly no. And Derek's basically sharpening needles to put into his Eurovision voodoo doll right now. Yeah. Oh, who does the who does the Eurovision voodoo doll look like? Kirkaroff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there's, there's, there's no what way. Stage. To, there's, there's no way to start oh, elegantly. So I'll, I will just, I will just start out with my number five. Let's do that. it. Let's I suppose do it. I'll just say that I have sort of a holistic uh, approach to this. Uh, a lot of these songs that I looked over, I'm looking for, um, you know. You can judge a song by being like, oh, man, what's this? I totally forgot about this in sort of a meh way. But I view that as a little bit more benign of a song than like a truly like a, a, a truly down there song. So a, a lot of these really had to reach a certain level of offending my sense of taste. So uh, that's a lot of where I'm going for. So I have to start out with my number five. And I think 
I'll admit that I kind of wanted to start because I knew that my number five would piss a couple of you off. But oh, my wow. number five is 2020's Bulgaria Tears Getting Sober. <gasps> I, I, <laughs> oh my god! Wow. So I will say that this is this is less about lyrics and more about how overwhelmingly gloopy an orchestration can sound. I. I can single out the very, very end of this song, which has, and feel free, listeners, to go listen to this right now, a stupid little bassoon slash oboe lick that feels like it's straight mm. out of a stupid little Disney movie, and yeah. I hate its guts so much. And also, when the when the song is like in full swing, like there's a lush orchestration that is just so... So cheesebally. I know that like none of that is the artist's fault. Why am I blanking on her name right now? Victoria. Because the thing is, she sings it perfectly accomplishedly. That's not a bad singer at all. But it's like, oh man, the 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 sugariness of this song. When it, it I this is a always skip for me. I think the 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 rest of the four are an always skip. Yeah, Eric. Eric, <laughs> Eric the others are not always skip. so hard. Oh, I will say God. I don't have this one in my list. However, that bassoon oboe synth lick, extreme cringe. I hated it's, that bit. I hated so that cringe. bit. I'm crying wow. over here. Like, okay. Can, can, can I just point out really quick, and I understand this is the the whole purpose of this exercise. So, like, fine, yes. whatever, Danny, go to hell. But, uh, <laughs> but that this was the this favorite to win when the contest was canceled. No way, was it? When that was not going to happen. No, it wasn't. Absolutely but it was. Absolutely not. It was, not. It, it it was, was number the favorite, one in yes. the betting odds. It was number Are one. You ki- you've got to be kidding no. me. No, people. The love delusion, it. the utter delusion. You understand? There's another half hour of this show that no one's going to listen to now. The iconoclast. What can we say? Oh, yeah. Gosh, it's there's. Oh my gosh, it's number five. It's not my number one. That's the uh, only, okay. It's the yeah, only thing well, I can say. It's the only thing I can say. We knew Got there would be fireworks. Oh, I didn't we knew it already. <laughs> wow. Oh. Open the floodgates. All right. It's not wow. expecting. Wow. Who's next? Uh, I say you just, should be Derek. Yeah, let's yeah. Be Derek. Oh, let me just uh, pull up my list. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> Dredge my list out of this black chest. <laughs> I want to say that the level of, oh, God, here we go is basically how I ra- ranked my songs. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Like, oh, what's, For real. what's next on Spotify? And you go, oh, God. God, yeah. yeah. So we never really talk about this before the show like what our uh, academics will appreciate this if we have a rubric or a norming session of some sure, sort sure. where we kind yeah. of figure out like this is the criteria we're using to decide this we we're completely on separate worlds here in what we choose so kind i just want to preface it by saying i try to avoid countries or songs that were not given the best opportunities or whatever Same. like dejate De- this year i thought would have been a good choice but i feel like Same. he was yeah. really screwed over and i didn't want to like he, i don't think he deserved to do any additional like slamming that's not mm-hmm. his fault yeah. entirely yeah that's fair totally uh, fair. for example and i, I feel like there's a few other like as much as as bad as san marino can be sometimes i feel like you know they just don't have the resources to kind of pull off what a lot of people do so i don't want to punch down too much though uh, there were a couple of songs i wish others i wish i could have listed that's <laughs> There's a couple of downs I wish I could have punched. <laughs> I mean, oh god, what was that song? Who we are? It's like one of the first was? things that came to mind, and oh, I was like, man. oh, it's the wrong year, though. Yes, it would be the wrong year. That is outside song. of our 2019. I know. That was like the first thing that popped into my head. <laughs> it's it's one of the first that I recall. It definally is. Okay, but that's pre pre podcast. Uh, so my number five, 
is uh, a, a sweet little ditty from Slovenia called Disco from Last Pizza Slice. Oh, yeah. I can't stand this song. And <laughs> the whole thing felt like a high school talent show. Derek, they're one. 19. I know. And it, it, it just this feels going so great. Sure. I, <laughs> just when they got up there, I'm like, they're just kids and they're just kind of messing around. And if they were like on The Voice or America's Got Talent or some one of those talent show you know things mm-hmm. uh i'd be like okay fine you know they they got some promise th- th- this is your w- this is way too soon for you guys you need a few more yeah. years to really polish your sound because and that they were kind of looped into this and i'm just like what what is happening here it just feels like a huge misstep um i'm not saying i should we want to exclude it from certain ages or certain groups but i'm hoping for a little bit of professionalism come on that's Derek, I, Derek, I've been I've been meaning to ask, would would you would you support this has come up a few different times, I think, support imposing a minimum age for Eurovision? There is a minimum age for Eurovision. Well, age. I'm sorry, 16. increase increasing the minimum age wow. for Eurovision. That's hard to say because I mean Christian Kostov is kind of the, the gold standard. He was 17 yeah. and he'd been performing since he was a child. I mean, he was like polished mm-hmm. when he got to the stage. And LPS, I feel like they're just kind of getting their their act together in a way that I don't think there should be a minimum age, but I feel like when you get to this level, like it's like saying, oh, somebody who's been, you know, doing something for a couple of years should perform at the Olympics. I'm like, oh, no, hmm. you need more time yet. I mean, it mm. did it did win a national final uh, yes. and it, it, it won a, it won a newcomer event to get to the national final and then and then won it. I don't remember what they beat, uh, but Man, yeah, that's it didn't go great. I will acknowledge that it didn't go great. Yeah, it didn't go well for them. And I feel like when you put them up against other like other artists, other performances, they it really showed how inexperienced the kind of the whole thing was. I don't know. I mostly just felt bad for them. I mean, imagine getting thrust into this. I've spoken enough. Who's next? I'll go. So in in all seriousness, I I really it, like the extent to which I think of a song, I hear a song and go, uh, was a it was a big contributing factor. I I'm kind of in the same boat uh, in that like stuff like um, Theodore Andre this past year. Like, yeah, that was that was not great and kind of a mess. But also, I really don't feel like that was his fault. Uh, yeah. and, and it, it's another tricky thing when you go to these things and you're around people and you kind of warm up to certain things in ways that you don't expect. And, and I tried to not let that cloud my, my thoughts on, on the songs. And this is a song at a Eurovision I went to, uh, my number five. It, it is, I think a peak example of what I was afraid Romania was doing in terms of like a quiet quitting sort of situation. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is the epitome of a delegation that I just felt did not care. And that is Bulgaria 2022 intelligent music project uh, in in, in intention. I, this one frustrates me so much because uh, largely because of the track record they'd had. I understand that there, there were some changes behind the scenes in terms of who was making these decisions, but this just screams of someone got into that role and decided to do a favor to one of his buddies or something like that and send his, his band or, or whatever. Uh, you know, they, this was announced the prior November. Yep. Uh, this, this was like Thanksgiving weekend, 2022. They released this song. Uh, and, at that point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And, and boy, it just kind of feels like they threw it out there and just 
forgot about it. So in addition to being a song that is not very good, uh, it a lot for a lot of these songs for me, there, there are these extenuating factors that really frustrate me that that put these near the top of the list as opposed to songs that are just bad or boring. Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, and, yeah. and this is one that that is bad uh, and kind of boring. Uh, but in addition to that, it, it just it's it, it is it is a country that I have loved in the contest going out with an absolute whimper. Yes. And, and yeah. my God, I, I and I know they'll be back. They'll 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 be back at some point here. But but this this was a country that gave up. And I hate you know, Eric, that doesn't sound like a guitar solo that's particularly giving up. What about that face melting guitar solo, Eric? Sam, what's your number five? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't say my face has just been melted off. Oh, I no, no. <laughs> It um, should never be in the danger zone. No, safety, no. safety zone. It's the, the I safety zone. God, <sighs> safety zone. Yeah, um, I might move, I might move this up multiple places. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. My my number five is a song that we've gotten a lot of currency out of, just in terms of its entertainment value. Um, oh, in, no. in the sort of <laughs> yeah, but I oh, find. No. Really lazy, despite its attempt to be so entertaining, and that my entertainment is mostly just. I, I'm I, I'm sorry, Armenia, but chains on you. I found to be. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, Derek no! loves this song. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. Chains on, um, chains on you. <laughs> it's, it, it just it just felt lazy, and uh. uh there, I mean, listening to the vocals, there's very, very little vocal prowess that that it, it it's it's monotone and bleak. And I for a song that's supposed to get people on the dance floor, I'm like, I it reminds me of that scene from there was a Simpsons episode where there's a music festival. It's early Simpsons and you, you see the rock concert and everybody's just kind of swaying, kind of bored back and forth with grunge. It's supposed to be grunge, but it's like I, I just for a song that is supposed to be sexy and party and and modern it just felt lazy and mushy <laughs> yeah. and watching the video back because i mean this was a 2020 song so we never got a live even though there was a live version in in a national final which by the way this beat uh this beat our boy tokyo nine which you it know did it sure yeah, did so there's always that um it just it just felt like okay we'll send this it just didn't it felt low effort despite the fact that i'm sure there was a lot of effort in there and it just i have more fun calling it chainsaw you than i do by actually listening to the song for me it's 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 just not for me it's a skip for me anyway danny what's your number four from the bottom hang on i want to hear derek's rebuttal because i know he loves this it's marmite what can i say i know people i understand love it. yeah yeah this is not this is not you know to quote to quote philadelphia this is not a baked Alaska. This is a bologna sandwich. And listen, some people like a nice bologna sandwich. What? That's right, everyone. Quoting the highbrow. Right as I go into number four, surprising <laughs> absolutely no one. I hope to see this on more people's lists. It's Ireland 2023. We are one. It's the credit union commercial theme song. I love them so much. I love them so, so much. This one is also slightly informed by the live performance. For the oh, most okay. part, I'm going off of just sort of like the, uh, uh, a, a sort of a combination of the in-studio or the most polished live performance we have. But man, just uh, performing on the Eurovision 
semifinal stage in those huge uh, gold lame snuggies was just a real treat, a uh, real treat for the eyes uh, for a song that was as New York vanilla as uh, as a inspirational Eurovision upbeat pop song can be just kind of really un ungenuine because the the recurring thing for all of you listeners out there that you will always hear me talk about it's like i i adore when a song is genuine when i can feel a real heart in there that hasn't like sort of been changed that doesn't that doesn't feel like it's angling you know when you watch a movie and you're like oh this is oscar bait this is really going for an award like the Mm -hmm. best movies are those that don't feel like they're going for that they just deserve the award um but this one feels like it was created in a corporate boardroom and i'm so sorry for them because they've got the chops to sing whatever they want and it's a shame a total shame this went this was what they brought to eurovision i i whenever this music comes on it's like a it's like a Prilosec pill commercial. <laughs> Man. <sighs> All right, Derek, what about you? I just want to echo everything that you said about Chains on You could basically be my response to every one of these songs. <laughs> I'm realizing yes. I kind of, my, my general sense. So I just really quickly, I know we talked about this a bit. I had 17 songs originally and I just mm-hmm. pared it down to five. And I realized the ones I gravitated towards are the ones I said were exceptionally lazy or kind of cynical. Yes. And my number four is Emma Muscat's I Am What I Am from Malta. Oh, oh. yeah. Okay, that is on my short list. Yeah, I Am What I Am, the uh, God in Genesis song. Yeah. Sorry, and Exodus. It, <laughs> I, I already didn't like the song, but her live performance was, as Dave put it, a car crash. Oof. Like, she just sounded awful. And the staging was just really messy. And the whole thing, and it was like a, we called it a... Uh, Melfest reject that they just bought up and used and just didn't sell it at all and I I wouldn't have minded it so much but I remember going to the press conferences and I really got this sense that oh yeah this is a home run they they had no idea that there were any issues or at least they didn't acknowledge them and I just you know I I really want to root for Malta I really want them to do well I know they're just them and a few other countries are just facing this constant uphill battle and this one I, I just don't know what they were thinking I, I know exactly what they were thinking. It sounds like they 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 bought up this song that had that classic slick feel, sort of a sort of a Swedish feel to it. But it was just uh, we didn't it didn't ring. It had no resonance. Mm. And I mean, she she won a national final with a different mm-hmm. song. Oh, oh yeah. did not not yeah. not that it was, not that. that it was that much better, honestly. But it was. A little better. Oh, I remember there was a national final controversy, and I just forgot what it was. Well, it was well, that, and there was also she beat a more highly favored singer that year, didn't she? Because that was the year of of Ritmu, wasn't it? Oh, uh, yeah. There was some I sketchiness think. there. Ooh, that's well, going to be a, a great Derek, I really, I, I'm going to, I'm going to spoil nothing. This was on my short list, but I narrowed it, I narrowed it out, so you'll not hear me say. But I, I had to look up the lyrics to this because they are just. This is such Eurovision cookie cutterness. Every oh, yeah. time I fall down, as soon as I hit the ground, remind me who I am, and I'll get back up again. Getting up, getting up. Yeah. This is my master plan. I'm going to take a stand. Take it or leave it. I am what I am. It's just like, the most generic. This is, I think, yeah. I, I think uh, initially I thought this was going to be a junior song because it just felt so... Oh. Yeah. overly simplistic or something 
I could see it doing okay at junior. Yeah, I, yeah, I because could these, good, these lyrics okay. are, are motivational quotes on your page a day calendar. Yes. Oh yeah, there's a picture of a flying eagle and a kitty holding onto a clothesline. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hang in there, Emma. So, so speaking of controversial national finals, my number four is a song that was at one point the most disliked Eurovision song on YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, and that's ironic. Because it's Like It by uh-huh. Zena. <laughs> uh, that's Belarus 2019 for those keeping score. Uh, uh-huh. This was a song that uh, is often thought to have uh, bought its way through the national final. And uh, it also had an unusually high jury score in the semifinal compared to how yeah. it did in the, uh, in, the, in the televote at Eurovision. It finished 10th mm-hmm. in its semi, so it squeaked through. Uh, was this was this the year that a couple yes. of different songs? Should, okay, so it, it yeah. quote unquote it should, shouldn't have shouldn't have qualified. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, well that makes sense because uh, it's bad. Uh, and I, <laughs> you don't uh, like you don't like you backing it, it, screens with like cartoon lions sprinting. And and it's in, in addition to that, the um, did I were either of you there for interviews with this gal uh, about oh, which I've only... about which I've heard nothing good. Uh, that there was this sort of an odd sense of entitlement and and just just kind of not great. I don't know. Just the the vibes of this were just really bad from from the the moment it burst onto the scene. Uh, I will note one of the lines in its in its first uh, verse is nobody gonna like this. No. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just. But is he I, going I, to like is it? Is he going to like it? And that's the question of the uh, song. No. Is he going to like it? Is he going to like it? No. I and like, I, I like, I tend to really like the pop bangers. So when one is, when one is, is bad, it's, it's, it's really bad. Uh, hard pass on, on like it. Did you know that Zena was the voice of Moana in Russia? Oh, I yeah. had heard that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a dumb fact. That, uh, <laughs> That's not even a dumb rumor. That's just true. Mm. <sighs> not a fan. Sam, how mm. about you? Well, I have a feeling I'm going to piss people off with the selection here. No. Oh. And I will I will say that there are aspects of it that I don't mind. The vocal quality is good. Like the actual performance of this song in its national final is good. We never saw it live at Eurovision because it was a 2020 song. But sometimes the lyrical content of a song while not being outwardly offensive, will take me completely out of it. And when a song comes off as maudlin and desperate yeah. and oh. cloying... Oh, Liz is oh, going to be so mad at you. Ulrika? It is Ulrika. Oh, attention. Ulrika. Uh, sorry, Norway. I, you know, Like I said, vocally, it's not the problem. However, it sounds so completely desperate and antithetical to any sort of message that I want to hear in a song. It's just trying so, so hard to get somebody's attention. Like, if you, if you doesn't want it, let it go. Seriously, <laughs> let, it, let it the hell go, Ulrika. He doesn't, I know it hurts. Girl. Move on. You can do better. With a voice like that, you seem like a lovely human being. Have more self-respect. Move on. Move forward. <laughs> and it just, it just kills any enjoyment that I have of the song. And it's it's upsetting to me because like I said, the vocals are lovely. She is a talented singer, but I just find this so whiny. Yeah. 
And did you and much I, more? Uh, did you much more prefer her song that she sent to MGP last year? Honestly, oh, honestly, yeah. um, <laughs> honestly, honestly, slightly. Yeah, but again, it it was it was the lamenting of a of a lost love rather than. You know, it, it rather than begging for for this guy, begging yeah, it's literally I mean, honest, a song about begging. Yeah, right, exactly. Honestly, felt more like coming to terms with a with a breakup that's happening, mm -hmm. rather than pining for something that's never going to happen. I could deal with that because we've all been through breakups. We've all been through you know that moment of uh, that desperation. That I'm okay with, but. No, have uh, I can't deal with this song. It's an immediate, I thought you were gonna be like, have mercy. Have, have mercy. mercy. <laughs> Ulrika, yeah. you are a fabulous singer. Do you better. are you are a talented young woman. I've, you don't I've, need that son of a bitch. Uh, Get him out of your life. Uh, Just put him yeah. in your mirror. Have some damn self-respect, girl. <laughs> I've said this before on the show, I think, but I really like to think of this song as being sung from the perspective of a cat. <laughs> That that would make it better. That would make it significantly better. Yeah, just think about that next time you next Good. time you hear it. Yeah, also, you know that meme yeah. during that that yeah that viral video during the pandemic of the guy who was like doing a Zoom meeting at the Texas courthouse and he accidentally had the kitten filter on the whole time. Yes, just do that, but for El Ulrika's music video for this song. <laughs> okay, we're on our number threes now. Yeah, Danny, uh, take we're it. we're, it's, it's we're really serious. getting into some some depths here. Um, so number three is my boy uku but it's the bad one this is 2020 uku this is what love is i i seriously don't think i need to explain this other than just to say listen to it <laughs> like, it's not to disparage the proud tradition of american christian contemporary but this song is it just like if you just put in a couple of like gods and like lords in here, this is so a song about this is a song from that you can play at Bible camp. Um, what love is, ah, uh, it's the, the great thing about the lucky one, which is the song that he sent the next year, and which I will adore until the end of time, is that it is so melodramatic, it is so, <laughs> so like bone crunchingly try hard and emotional and God, so like rich people have feelings too and then it's you know what love is so so bland it's a it's a big slice of buttered texas toast dipped into buttermilk and then left out and now you have to eat it that's this i love it uh and by love it i mean uh it is unlistenable and i have <laughs> i have two songs worse than that on my list all right, Derek, take it. What's what's your number three? It's just now I have that in my head, that, especially that chorus where he's like, "I never imagined the power." Uh, well, yeah. Triplets, dramatic triplets. Yes, that's weird. <laughs> he's got the Migos flow. <laughs> um, my number three. Uh, I'm I'm fully expecting to hear this one again, and. I'm yeah. using this sort of as a stand-in for the songwriter mostly because he sucks and he's submitted three songs to Eurovision. And this is uh, 2020's Tom Lieb from France with The Best In Me. But this is the best! This it's is the in best he. in he! Yeah, in he. And it's just, it's it blows my mind that they had this spectacular launch for it 
thinking that this is it, guys. This is the song that's going to make us winners again or something. They they like bought up the Eiffel Tower, mm -hmm. right? Oh, yeah. They rented out the Eiffel Tower. He lives there. It's just the his day. backyard. Come on. One of the three yeah. most recognizable landmarks in the entire world for the best in me. God, it's it's just... like having Ember's premiere at Stonehenge. <laughs> oh, that makes more if sense. If only. Actually, I would to totally watch that. It's wild, too, because the song in its original iteration was like not very French at all. Like they had to come mm -hmm. in and add French to it. And the government it. stepped in. Yeah. Well, I don't think they, they should. Did they? The government this time? I, I, I thought like previously. the Ministry of Culture was like, no, you got to make it more they, French. They've you done that in French. the past with other songs. Yes. I don't know if that was the case with this one. but Someone did. Yeah. I don't they know. they yeah. revamped it a couple of times until there was like a guitar, like an acoustic guitar solo mm -hmm. intro thing that they Yeah, with I an mean, accordion just... and someone holding a glass of red wine and a baguette and a bag of onions. <laughs> I don't know. Like the... Like the final release of the song, I think they, they released a couple of iterations of it. And the final release, I had him just in studio with an acoustic guitar singing yeah, like the first part that. of it. Yeah. And then it kind of got bigger. And I'm just like, I, I was just wondering at what point they looked at like the online response and thought, oh, Christ, this is not what we thought it was. Yeah, this is the stand in for John Lundvig, who also did uh, Bigger Than Us and, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, his Too own Late song. for Love, all three of which are just these asinine, dumb love songs. I like Too Late for Love. That's too bad. I like too late for love. Why? I have, to say, I have to say it quietly, or else, or else, the listeners, the Swedes will know where I live. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. The Swedes. Yeah. That's all I got to say on that subject. Let's go. All right, Eric. What's your number three? Uh, we haven't had a repeat yet. Uh, not yet. I'm kind of amazed, and I, we're we're not getting one <laughs> right now. Okay. Oh, I think we're just offending every everyone at this point. <laughs> yeah, we're, you know, any this after that lovable call for more people to tell a friend and listeners mm -hmm. to to join us, we're just alienating everybody. I, I I hope our next episode is just us reading emails that we got about this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be. I top five emails. Yeah, let's let's yeah. make it happen. Uh, let's see. Uh, so this one, my number three, I, I had said that like the, the like extenuating circumstances and, and other factors were a big thing in terms of like me picking the songs that I really dislike the most. This one is on my list because it's bad. And that's that's it. OK, can I Basically. just make a prediction? Go for it. 2023 Poland. No. Oh, 2021 no. Poland. 2023 Poland was. Bejba. Bejba? Yeah, Bejba. Oh, no. I mean, if, if I were to group that in with something, it would be. My last pick, Santa, like you. Oh, okay. Because okay. I, you know, I, I think there are similar circumstances there, but I think Bejba is a much better song than like it. No, this is uh, Sister by oh, Sisters. God. Yeah. <laughs> From Germany, Germany 2019. Germany 2019. Yeah. I remember we crapped on this in our first episode. <laughs> yeah this is this is one of the, the earliest eurovision songs i remember just being like oh oh so they can just be really bad <laughs> oh yeah yeah and and th this was another really strong national final uh that had some really great stuff in it and then somehow this rose to the top and i don't know how like i i, I don't understand what people saw in this at any point uh and and i mean it, it starts out okay i think and then there there are some okay vocalists performing in this the sisters they're not sisters but sisters and and once they start singing together it unravels instantaneously they don't sound good collaboratively and then you have another two and a half minutes of having to listen to them 
not sound good together. And I'm sorry, Germany, I'm rooting for you. We're all rooting for you, except maybe Danny. That <laughs> we 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 want to see we want to see more. We want to see better. And this was just this was uh this was a uh, uh, Ali Ryan, where your love? Yeah. Uh, that that couldn't beat this. It's unfathomable. Uh, this was rough. It was just really rough. Uh, and and th- so th- th- this one makes the list purely on its own lack of merits. Sam, you're up. Uh, yeah, my my number three. Um, you know, the thing about the 2021 contest is that it often took so many of the artists that we saw from 2020 and gave them another chance. And so mm-hmm. many artists surpassed their song from 2020 and built on it. You know, Shum is a great example of that. Um, you know, so many of these artists really took the time and created something bigger and better and more impactful. And 2021 arguably might be one of the greatest Eurovisions of all time, as, as far as I'm concerned. Georgia, however, missed the memo. <sighs> and yeah, they went from on. Take Me As I Am, which, while weird in the Spanish guy, went from something with <laughs> passion and anger Spanish and emotion guy. to my number three pick, which is You. A song that I had completely forgotten about because it was. Yeah, it speaking of Prilosec commercials, yeah, no, not a Prilosec commercial. This is this is like this is a Somonex commercial right here. This yeah, this is, is put you right to sleep for this a, is plane a Valium. Yeah. This is a Valium, <laughs> and coming from Tornike Kipiani, who is a badass, frankly, vocally, it just it felt like he was phoning it in and just gave not a single crap. Mm-hmm. about the song, about the process, and it just felt deflated, and it makes me angry. Bring back the Spanish guy. <laughs> That's enough of that. Danny, what's your number two? Okay, so my number two is the one... <laughs> number two. <laughs> so number two is the one that I wish I could just say and then and then leave the room just, just to let you guys deal with it. <laughs> you could. Um, Go on. <laughs> I, I kind of don't want to say it now. <laughs> oh, you have to. You have to. Um, so this is a song that is is quite popular, um, but just annoys me because looking back at it, it feels so like calculated to be meme so like uh, so engineered to be silly and wacky that it really sets my teeth on edge and I I really can't enjoy it. Eric, I'm so sorry. My number two is Give That Wolf a Banana. Everyone, Danny's address is... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I I can't believe it. This this song to me has aged like a banana. I can't, oh, I can't go back and, and have... Make bread out of it. Have, I know, I know. <laughs> to have fun with this song when it's like ooh it's it's uh, i want to eat your grandma yum yum uh and then just like you know what also you know what also grinds my gears is that oh, like God. during the mgp staging they had like those back projections to make it look like a crowd was going wild and it's like you don't get to do that you don't get to say that the crowd is going wild not with this song although eventually when they brought it to eurovision the crowd did go wild for this stupid little song but it's like yeah, it gives yeah. me it gives me you it gives me YouTube comedy vibes right now. You know, it gives me like uh, I, I I just uh, it feels extremely immature in a way I don't don't like. 
And also it's it's produced the hell out of there's there's not one there's not one human human instrument being played in this entire song. This is uh it, it truly was made by robot wolves from outer space. <laughs> Eric. No, sorry, uh, Derek, you're not you're up next. Sorry. <laughs> Eric wishes he could go next. <laughs> mm. I'm just going to preface by saying I legitimately don't think I'd be offended by any of your choices, but now I I uh, stand corrected. Oh, you 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 will completely defend. Give that wolf a banana. No, no, it's stupid, but I think it it embraces it. I don't think <laughs> yeah. it's pretending to be uh, anything other than stupid. You're offended that anyone could legitimately hate it. Uh, I think there are other songs that are worth hating. For example, yeah. number two. <laughs> this one really upset me, uh, and I I'll, I'll kind of get into it. Uh, it's. Uh, it's Effendi's Matahari. <sighs> okay, I know exactly why too. And I, yeah, you know what? It's because it's Cleopatra. Because it's 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 just it's like Cleopatra, but it's also so angry, and it's not angry in a constructive way. It just feels like someone just you know throwing kind of a fit that they spent all this money on a song that ended up getting thrown out, and then they had to do it again, and they're just like, ugh, fine. And this got thrown together and they're just it it was just weird cynicism in it. And I remember watching it thinking, God, she's such a good singer and she can do the moves on stage and everything. But it just everything about this just feels really it just makes me kind of angry listening to it. And I don't want to feel that way unless there's like kind of a focus like Tunike Kipiani's song. Like that was an angry song, but I understood where he was going with it. This I just it just feels very misplaced. I I kind of wish they'd just gone back to the drawing board and said, okay, what else can we do? And the fact that it named Cleopatra. (laughs) Yeah. Instead, they created a song that was also vaguely exotic, had the exact same number of syllables and scanned the same way in the chorus. The same structure, the same intro, the same, like, you know, diverse to chorus feel, the same dance breakdown. Yeah. Had they sent like a totally generic pop song about love or whatever i'd been like all right whatever it's fine but that they just like couldn't let it go i don't know it just it just felt very immature mm-hmm. anyway replay 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 yeah that would was fun though i know yeah, fine that's good ah uh, eric what about you what's your number two Eric's oh sorry i was uh i was busy sharpening this knife i have um <laughs> um I, for 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 as much as i i loved uh, Cleopatra I'll just say I did go back and I had kind of I think I was maybe blind to how just how derivative Matahari is um, uh, and how bad the lyrics are also uh, mm-hmm. they're they're really really bad and and uh, it, it's not my pick I'm just I just I gave it some thought I really did uh, go, going back also the 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 thing that's not the Lotus Sutra but is taking the place of the lotus sutra mm-hmm. yes <laughs> you know what it means it's like i'm a lie you're a lie something like no that. it's oh, i all right. it's i am i lie i'm on fire i'm bad oh that's yes right. <laughs> i remember that now <laughs> amazing well <laughs> my number two yes in more ways than one hmm. really just the two ways is fallen angel oh ticks i take oh yeah uh uh so Norway, just the year earlier from when they redeemed themselves, Danny, with yeah. uh, wolf, the Wolf Nanner, uh, and and I, um, some of this is is uh, that it beat Monument in the national final, and I'm bitter mm-hmm. about that. But I also just think that the song is just kind of gross 
and and a little bit creepy and stupid. Uh, I think the staging was was rough. I just I think that the the character I understand that this is like a, a beloved trope that this is a character type in that part of the world, but I hate it. Uh, it it's just it like I don't see the appeal in being a professional douchebag <laughs> <laughs> and and singing a song that that character would sing. I I I will note there was an interview with him where he I mean he literally took off the glasses because because they're like a part of the character that's how he covers up who he is and he talked about who he is as a person and how he has actual feelings and things beyond this completely unlikable character and i loved that interview because i really thought that he was so genuine and he had really important things to say and i thought he was really interesting and then he went back to singing this song <laughs> Oh my God! I just appreciate the fact that we have put Effendi and Ticks back to back. Yeah, we Fandom. did it. I noticed. I noticed. Just like the fandom did. Just like the fandom. Oh. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I it just it. In addition to being just whiny and 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 dumb, it also comes across as not genuine. Uh, it, whereas I, I will say, and Sam, I understand your criticism of attention. At least attention felt felt like it had some authenticity to it. Yeah. This does this does not. Hmm. And and I oh this song bothers me. I <laughs> don't like it. Moving on. All right. Well, my my number two. Yeah. I I'm going to mention one song here. However, there are sort of two hench songs that kind of come in the pack in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> two goons. Two goons. Two goons. Yeah. They're a trio of songs from the 2019 contest that I don't know. If it was just the fact that this contest was in Israel, that some more more songs than normal kind of went a sort of preachy route. Um, but the, the hench songs that I'm thinking of are Demol's Heaven from Montenegro and Love is Forever from Denmark. But the head, the head preachy that I just found so Was it worthy. Zena? No, like it's it. it's the dream by Rocco. Oh that I just felt was so preachy and sappy. And it didn't necessarily have the lyrical content to back it up. It's not like it was preachy and sappy with good poetry behind it. Mm -hmm. You know, the chorus was, I dream of love, you dream of love, angels of God, we all dream of love. And it just it started, it started out so melodramatic. And it just upped the melodrama higher and higher and higher. And then the wings show up and it just. It oh, felt, I, for, I forgot. I forgot like about the wings. Such, such a pastiche of it was it just I was sitting there going, I, I, I was an atheist before, but now I'm even more positive. I'm an atheist. <laughs> I'm actively that, stage was, that staging was produced by Jacques Hudik and it Hieronymus was. Bosch. <laughs> <laughs> now and that's I mean, a collab i mean this was a jacques Hudek joint you can you can and you can very much tell that this was in oh, the yeah. same the same bloodline as my friend and <laughs> but my friend just, was campy this was so there was so, so much serious gravitas. And was, yeah and it just yeah it, it just absolutely lost me and i i think it may have just been the fact that the fact that heaven and love is forever were also in that same year that somehow the resonation, like the crystals resonated and they just seemed more and more melodramatic in the three of them together. And I, I just can't, I can't, I cannot deal with this. <laughs> so yes, that is my number two. And I'm, I'm still surprised that we have not had a single repeat so far. 
Yeah, this like, is I feel weird. like 2019 and onward have been like some of the greatest mm-hmm. years that Eurovision's had recently, and yet none yeah. of us have repeated yet. Have repeated That's because the they're so great. <laughs> we've, but I... we've had so many songs that everyone else likes except the one person saying it. Oh, yeah. Um, so w- w- before we all hit our number ones, we're going to do some honorable mentions, things that didn't quite make our list. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to start out by mentioning three songs that I can't believe I completely forgot I actually really like. Because um, going through all of these songs, I, I feel like I just want to shine a little spotlight on on three songs that I feel have gone by the wayside for a little bit. Mm-hmm. One of them that completely surprised me is Serbia's Kruna from 2019. Just a oh. very, very like sweet and well-sung song where I'm like, I how have I completely forgotten this? Um, same goes for a, a couple more more recently ones. Uh, Croatia's TikTok from 2020, Albina. This is really? a, a true tragedy that that wasn't able to get performed. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Poland, uh, Ochman singing River in 2022. I was like, oh man, really, really going back and loving these. I see Derek chuckling in the background there like, like he hates this song. So good. No, uh, I can't I wait to be remember. even more divisive when I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> no, just really quick with the River song. I think, I, I'm sorry we didn't bring that up on our episode where we talked about like, high aspirations that crashed and burned because oh, that was sure. a song oh yeah. sure that was swinging oh, yeah. for the fences and oh well for sure uh but my uh my in earnest uh honorable mention has to go to um songs that uh are bad but that i really like because they are bad like songs that that don't even offend me i have just absorbed how much i don't like them into just converting it into pleasure i've made camp out of enjoying them so uh pour one out for my honorable mentions just lumping together ukusubiste's the lucky one victor crone's storm rafao's the ride Love that. Love all of them. Beautiful. Some wonderful uh, techno dance club sleaze. Uh, <laughs> adore it. Nothing Nothing will surpass for me. Seeing Victor Crone singing Storm and then the CGI thunderstorm enveloping <laughs> him on stage. Just truly one of 2019's greatest moments. D- Derek, who's your honorable mention? Oh, we're going around, huh? Yeah, me as well. Uh, all my honorable mentions have been in- have been mentioned already so we'll just kind of run through really quickly attention was up there thank intention you intention was also up there <laughs> oh uh the ride sisters but i felt kind of bad for them just that same i didn't want to yeah. yeah i didn't i just it, like Why? when they said i'm sorry zero points i was just like yeah that's oh, that's a low point. we are sorry we're really sorry this time uh the dream love is forever heaven uh and fallen angel my god why didn't that end up on my list that song was infuriating, as was he. I love the ride. I love <laughs> the ride. I think I, I think I said this when we did our review show back in like 2020, but like I, I love the ride. It, it, it sucks so hard. <laughs> That's why I didn't do it. There's something enjoyable about. And I, lo- I love putting it on. It, literally, li- this is my, this is my reaction when it came on, like my, like the YouTube. I was like. Yes, let the hate flow through you. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh my god. I love. I love it. Anyway, Eric, Eric. Uh I also I had also written down uh Tom France and Heaven from Montenegro. Um in terms of uh, songs influence, this almost beat out intention for my number five was i am by michael ben david 
because oh. it, because uh, the song was insufferable, but he was like S tier insufferable. He literally could not keep his hands to himself, like physically, uh, and just made himself a persona non grata in a way I don't think I've ever seen a Eurovision act do. Uh, which is which is crazy. Uh, I, I if we if we want to stretch our our qualification or definition of Eurovision songs just a tiny bit for just a second, I will also add uh, Madonna and um, uh, I will I will also note uh, and honestly, it, it had this made it, it would have almost certainly been my number one easily. It's "I'll Teach You" by Galassi's uh, yeah, Smeta. Absolutely, uh, the, the, the song that, that? the song that got Belarus kicked out. Oh. Can we just give? Can we just give that one like an honorary, like like that's not, that's not a gold star, but like a fame. crap star, like a, a star made yeah, directly completely poop. out of poo? Yeah, yeah. the bronze, bronze poo. poo. It, yeah. it, it earns it earns a bronze poo. Uh, it for being not only just incredibly offensive in terms of what it was doing, but the song was the song is awful. Yeah, like it's it's it it is offensive on every level. Yeah. what what they did and i'm i'm a kind of bummed we i don't think we ever heard the second song they submitted that was apparently even worse oh the song about rabbits yeah that's, yeah that's what it was called rabbits yeah it's definitely about rabbits and nothing else mm -hmm. uh anyway yeah that's 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 our bottom five hall of fame right there yeah i mean the only the only um the only song that i didn't already mention that was on my sort of long list was was i am what i am and which you guys have already mentioned this sort of oh yeah the trials and tribulations of a very pretty white woman. Hmm. It just, it just kind of, right. the wrong what? anyway. Oh my God. What's about to happen? Oh, like, uh, are we going to have a perfect score of 20 songs that don't repeat? Uh, we will not. Uh, oh. I, I, I will just, I will just broke. Uh, I'll, I'll break right into our top ones right here all around and uh, have finally at long last a non-controversial opinion. It's the best in me. It's Tom Lieb. That's my number one. I think this is uh, a, a, a really a combination of all the worst things that a that a Eurovision <laughs> performance can be, which is just uh, really a uh, kind of not trying, ungenuine, uh, extremely boring. Just. Uh, especially coming from one of the big five, it's just suffocatingly just in, in two uh, two and a half minutes of carbon monoxide exposure, like for real. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you won't feel a thing. It's odorless, but yeah, exactly. You're gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna kill you. You're gonna hate it. You won't feel a thing. Uh, Jesus wow. Christ! God. Uh, <laughs> Derek, oh. take it away. <laughs> How do I follow up on that? Yeah, oh my god! I mean, I, I, if you guys didn't pick, you are the best in me. I'm just—I don't—I don't know how we got away with only two people oh mentioning that one. Uh, okay, I'm going to explain this one because I'm going to get some heat for this. But okay, okay, I'm in. This I'm song in. came to be pretty quickly. No, you don't know what it is. Oh, this can't possibly be tattoo. Like the amount of hate you have for it is off the charts. No, but I, don't I think, think, I, I, think I, I think I might know what it is actually. Oh, I want I, I want to hear you guess. You hate toy. Not that much. That's 2018 though. Oh, that's, that's right. 19 that is true. Wow. Um, oh, it's 2018. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I know you. Okay. I know you dislike toy. Um, I'm. I'm. I'm worried for my boy Conan Osiris. Their worst songs. There are worse songs than toy. Honestly, when I was. Looking at the list, and I thought about 2018 songs. I was like, eh, I wouldn't have probably included a toy just because. Oh, is this like, is this Please like, amen? 
Oh, did you? Okay, it's not Amen. Okay, okay. R- really quick. It's, it's okay. Uh, then is it Amen? No. Is it the other Amen? <laughs> yeah. <There's> no. <laughs> the first one or the second one? Um, no, Amen. Right, really quick. It's voices by two say from Sweden in 2021. Oh, wow. Shocking, actually. And this one, and I'll explain why, this song genuinely upsets me because, number one, the song is just so vague and generic. I don't know what the hell it's even about, but it's got these lyrics that sound like it's about something, but it's not. Like, who are the million voices? Like, when you look at a million voices from Russia, it states in the opening line, we are the world's people, different but all the same. The million voices is shorthand for the world. In his voices, I have no idea who these people are. And it really rubs me the wrong way because the lead singer, Tusei, is a Congolese refugee and they could have spun it in a way to tie it to his experience. And they didn't. And it kind of felt like tokenism that they brought this guy out to be sort of this inspirational figure. But they're like, okay, we're just going to give you a song and give you the staging and that's it. It just really rubbed me the wrong way that he didn't feel represented as much there as he could mm-hmm. have. Yeah. Uh and I'm I and it's it kind of blows my mind that this is the one sweeter song in the last several years that didn't do very well relatively. Mm. And I'm not sure why people just didn't click with this one but did for others. Can you hear a million voices crying out in the rain? In the rain, yeah. In the, in rain. the rain. It's in and the rain. It's, it's, I mean, you are right, Derek. It's just sort of like uh you know, before chat GPT, you know, Feed feed an AI vaguely inspiring Melfest music lyrics. Hmm. Yeah. And I, I thought, I just remember like that whole, the framework of the song fits so perfectly with, with him. And this is also like, you know, we had Merci, which is about refugees. We had you know, 1944, which mm-hmm. was about like a tragedy. You know, there, there was, there was like this subtext, you know, that we could read into it and really understand. And this, it just didn't feel like there was anything going on beneath the surface when it was like sitting right there. I think he deserved better, honestly. Eric, anyway, what about you? That's my number one. Yeah. More than Tom Lee. <sighs> Here we go. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Okay. So this, this was, this was tough because I, you know, there are songs that bought like, like fallen angel or, or sisters both kind of came to mind as things that like, Oh yeah, that's really bad. But like, I, like really picking my number one least favorite song since we started doing this show was tough to be like, do I really want to give this honor to to this or that? And then I came across this song and I remembered that I hate absolutely everything about it. It's Sugar by Natalia <gasps> Gordienko. Yeah. OK. Yeah. You do hate that song. You do hate that song. Hell yeah. OK. I, I'm into this because I right, like that let's, song. Let's all right. Let's let's run it down. Please don't unsubscribe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of sugar fans out I, there. I oh, wow. yes, I hate this song. I I I hate that. Look, Kierkegaard's stupid presentation put me in a bad mood for this from the get go, and there was yeah. no coming back from that. I waited two hours for the premiere of this, and you can imagine how that would make somebody feel. But I I hate that it tries very hard to be sexy and isn't. I I hate that that the choreography is so lazy i hate that singing a singing a note for a long time was considered an accomplishment uh i you have a thing against moldovan women singing in a sexy candyland costume you have a thing against I, that i will note i rewatched the music video just to make sure that i still hated it and i do yeah uh, and you do. the ice cream cones with legs not bad uh that's right <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> Who's, who's to the ice cream cones with legs? You know what? That's 
that's the saving grace. Uh, <laughs> I just and I, I give me some. No, sugar. stop it, stop it. You don't, I, you don't I, like that. No. So, so Jesus do you have God. the moment? Because we here in Minnesota, or at least the Twin Cities area, the first Wednesday <laughs> of every month, we have mandatory. Uh, tornado alarm siren just a drill just testing just to make sure that the sirens all work and they happen to be approximately the same pitch and approximately same pitch. the same length and same volume honestly and same volume <laughs> as as that gordienko long note do you have flashbacks every first wednesday of the month like i do sometimes okay <laughs> if if i notice it yeah i think oh yeah that's the sugar thing yeah. except <laughs> it, uh except uh this is also testing uh an impending disaster uh is <laughs> is the the tornado siren i yeah. i just except for as we've established ice cream cones with legs i i just i i hate i just i hate everything about this it it it, it, it it's kind of hard to explain and i understand a lot of people really like it and that's fine uh i i don't i just don't sam it is, it is camp as hell I guess. sam take us home um, all right. So there are things that bother me in different songs. There are, you know, lack of shifts and levels that bothers me. Um, uh, missing the mark on lyrics, like it could take a moment just to have a possibly a native language English speaker look over your lyrics just to make sure that things make sense. When somebody doesn't take that time to polish those lyrics, that bothers me. Um, if when a song is too, too up its own butt and takes itself too seriously, that bothers me. So when you take all of that and then you add a musical feature that literally makes me feel uncomfortable and uneasy and oh, literally no. makes my skin crawl. Oh no. I have not no. I, I I have never had a physical, visceral, negative reaction to a song like I have to Echo by Iru. That's right. Oh. That that little scat that she does throughout the 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 uh, that that breakdown i have to leave the room it makes me feel i don't know why it's it's the anti asmr it is yeah. it is physically uncomfortable for me to listen to i i don't know how to explain it but somehow i it's it does something really really negative to me and i cannot listen to the song huh between that and the fact that it could have taken five minutes to run this through some sort of a linguistic program just to somebody must know somebody who is a fluent speaker of English just yeah, to say call up my hey, nephew. This Milo, is not grammatically correct. <laughs> she's a fluent English speaker. She <laughs> is a fluent English speaker. Like where where is this from? Like we saw how good her songwriting, Iru's songwriting was in, in junior Eurovision, not even six months prior. Even though that you, was sometimes clumsy thing that you, mean, you always Sam, want, she just you know, has a big faith. <sighs> Sorry. Sorry. This it's 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 yeah. you know that I'm also talking about the issue that I had with with Tornaga Kipiani and the fact that you know I had such high hopes for it and it just disappointed like it just I I cannot there are so many aspects of the song that could have gone right and yet somehow goes so wrong for me and I understand that this for some people is a fan favorite I know that a lot of people were really disappointed not to see her qualify vocally she's fine however this makes my skin crawl. That's not a secret. Yeah. So when, you, when, when you were talking about that, I, I, for a second, I thought you were going to say, uh, still breathing. No, still I, breathing I, by Samantha Tina. Oh yeah. Nobody said I, Samantha Tina. I did re-listen to that and rewatch the video for both of her songs. And 
I can't resist it. That's it's, it's not quite as oh. much as I hate love uh, Raphael, but like okay that that one's that's that one's so whatever good. i that's unironically so love still breathing that's so good i, I really yeah. do yeah it's I mean, it that, is, that I it get is so obnoxious but it is i love it, it yeah, but that it, one at it, least has a message that i can get that i can parse that, that's also true yeah she's a composer yeah. <laughs> she is a composer feel free to get our i am a composer beethoven shirts off of that's our red right. bubble by the way Those or your cool. chainsaw you t-shirts boy we, we do the shirts on the songs that we don't like yeah apparently. Sure do. i i'm i'm shocked though to come here at the end of this is i i really do think this one is a repeat. record we've sort of gone one through repeat. all of our favorite our favorite yeah. fives and like yeah tom, tom lee wins by virtue of being picked twice i think yeah, by virtue of being uh, picked twice and honestly he deserves it i think we can all agree <laughs> there was a lot of overlap the, with our there's uh, a lot of overlap with our with our honorable or the revamp was mentions. okay dang it uh, it was okay he was easy on the eyes i mean yes i mean but... so was uku but i'm not giving him points for that <laughs> <laughs> And again, like this is not—we're not calling individual people terrible people. It's just these these songs aren't aren't hitting our ears right. In one case, very very wrongly. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, we we covered a ton of ground here. I am uh, I am dying. I am dying to hear everyone's opinions on what we hate. I am I am dying to hear who out there also hates. Give that wolf a banana. Um, <laughs> can I can I just look at the what is our most represented country in this list? Ooh, well, that's a, that's a really good question. It might be Norway. I, I was gonna say it might be Norway because it's like we got Fallen Angel, Give That Wolf a Banana, and Ulrika around here. Like oh, I think God, it, it is Norway. Norway. Yeah, it might be Norway. I think it's no I, surprising I because Norway's a powerhouse. Yeah, yeah Bulgaria's in there twice. Yeah. Uh, Georgia's in there twice, but granted, I think both of those are for yeah, both of those are for me. Sorry, Georgia. <laughs> for the record, I'm not anti-Georgia. Like I will listen to Circus Mercus and 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 oh, Young Georgian Lolita is like on repeat constantly, oh, so and I'm good. really really looking forward to hearing what notes to bring this year. And Biscabi. Uh, but and Biscabi. <laughs> but oh no, I just these two just no. <sighs> All right. Dang. Well, I need to call my therapist. Um, just. <laughs> Let us know what you at home thought of our, our selections for better or for worse. One, two points USA at most of the social media outlets that you can think of. Email us directly at 12 points from America uh, at gmail.com. <sighs> Shall we reconvene with a we gotta, more? We got to we got to get out of here. Yeah, we yes. got to get out of here. <laughs> the, the, the countdown to episode 200 rolls on uh, and there's going to be some fun stuff as we get there. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, Wow, thanks for sticking with it. If you made it to the end of this episode, uh, we really do appreciate you so much uh, for for not giving up on uh, on all of the horrible things we said about your favorite songs. Sorry. Eh, whatever. Yeah, right. Well, until next time, everybody, I've been Samantha. I've been Derek. I'm going to kill Danny. And I am Danny. <laughs> hey. And America. Stop, Stop listening, listening now. now. Stop it. Sugar. <laughs> Sugar.